You are listening to The Tish with Rabbi Michael Nam, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Rabbi Michael Knopf, please visit MikeKnopf.com. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit JcastNetwork.org. Good morning. It's nice to be back. I heard that there was a... Uh... Uh, a substitute teacher last week, which I'm really grateful for. It sounded like some uh, wonderful learning, but we're back today. What's that? I know, I heard good things. Uh, and uh, how could it be bad things? Um, we're, uh, we're back learning the uh, Tomer Devorah. We're on the fourth chapter. And just to uh, refresh ourselves, uh, this uh, has been going chapter by chapter, isolating uh, each one of the Kabbalistic system of divine attributes uh, called spherot and talking about how what you know how to define each of those spherot and then how to uh, apply in, in, in our behavior uh, those values in, in our own lives and so we looked at uh, we looked at uh, compassion we looked at uh, wisdom and now we'll be looking at understanding today but I also wanted to re- think back several weeks several months now, uh, when we were learning uh, before the high holidays, and one of the reasons that I selected this text in the first place, uh, not really uh, paying much attention to, to uh, the length of time it would take us to walk through uh, each of these chapters, um, but it is customary in some circles to study this book uh, during the days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, uh, the 10 days of repentance. There are 10 chapters in the book, and so the custom in many circles is to do a chapter a day each of those days. Uh, and the reason being uh, that, uh, well, there's several reasons for it. Uh, the first is that the first chapter, if you think back, uh, um, is uh, deals with uh, um, the ten attributes of God's compassion, which is uh, from the Haftorah that we read during Shabbat Shuvah, the Shabbat between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Uh, and then um, uh, we have things like the chapter we're going to look at today, the fourth chapter, uh, where it is really entirely about the uh, the uh, uh, the efficacy of teshuva, of repentance in a person's life. Uh, and additionally, in a broad sense, the book entirely is meant to be sort of a program for personal transformation, how to remake your life in the image of God. And so that is a, a very uh, appropriate during that time of year. But there's also a, a rabbinic principle, which is uh, found in Pirkei Avot, Shuv Yom Echad Lifnei Moto, every person should, should repent the day before his or her death. And the commentators ask the I think fairly obvious question about that. Most people don't know the day that they're going to pass away. Uh, so how do you repent one day before you uh, die if you don't know the day that you're going to pass away? And the uh, the commentator's answer to that is that means you should uh, engage in tshuva, engage in repentance every day, every day of a person's life, which is why, uh, one of the reasons why, every day in the Amida we have... Uh, um, uh, a couple of blessings that deal with the process of tshuva. We have slach lanu avinu ki chatanu, right? Uh, forgive us, uh, God, for we have sinned, right? And we have hashivenu avinu letoratecha, right? Return us, God, to your Torah, which is hashivenu is the same root as uh, teshuva. Return us, 
Right? So we have this process sort of built into Jewish practice on a daily basis, but it also is, I think, for most of us, and I can, I will definitely include myself in this, a fairly, um, uh, a, a fairly unconscious thing. I don't, even when I pray those words in the Amida every day, um, I don't really dwell to think about them every day. And certainly in the way that uh, I do during the high holiday season, I don't really, um, uh, um, on a day-to-day basis, uh, uh, I think, engage so um, wholeheartedly in this work of tshuva. Um, but nevertheless, it's, uh, it's uh, the, the Tomer Devorah, the Cordovero, is going to make a very strong case for it here in, in, the, in the fourth chapter. And he's going to connect it to God's attributes of understanding. And if you recall... In the uh, system of Svirot, the first, the highest level of Svirot, if you, there, there's a sort of a chart, looks kind of like a human body. And the highest level, which might be the, 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 the crown, is called Keter, which is crown. And then you have two just under that, which are called Chochmah and Bina. Chochmah is wisdom, Bina is understanding. Uh, and those are, in, in a certain sense, uh, uh, God's mind. Right? And uh, the way I've always had it uh, described to me is that uh, Chochmah is classically understood to be uh, the, um, the, the creative idea for something, and Bina is the practical application of that idea. Right? So uh, um, Chochmah is the, uh, the, the, the creative thought of a new building, and Bina is the blueprints, is, is making the blueprints of the building so that you are able to kind of refine and concretize the idea, uh, and you're able to work out the uh, the design flaws in it. So it's a it's a way of smoothing out a rough idea, right? And that's why Cordovero links it to teshuva because it's about uh, it's about encompassing the idea, but also smoothing out its edges, making it more perfect. Okay, so heach yargil ha'adam atzmo. We're in a uh, uh, page. Uh, Kuf Lamed Aleph in the Hebrew, page 86 in the English. Do you want to? Page 86 in the English. Heach Yargil Ha'adam Atzmo B'Midat Habina. So, how should a person uh, accustom himself to the attribute of Bina, attribute of understanding? Vehu Lashuv B'Tshuva. And that is, a person should engage in Teshuva, engage in repentance, engage in this. Turning back to uh, their 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 um, uh, holy and good source. She'en chashuv kamoha. There's nothing more important than that. Because tshuva uh, repairs any flaw. Right, just as bina, the divine attribute of understanding, it functions to sweeten all judgments and to uh, nullify their bitterness. Similarly, that's how a person should engage in tshuva, engage in repentance, and repair any any flaw. There is an, uh, an incredible optimism here that the that that serious, sincere, wholehearted work of repentance can actually uh, repair a broken person. Now that is I mean, we we talk about that a lot in the high holidays, right? This the high holidays, you know, have this very sort of somber. What's that? 
Right, right. It really, and and the, the optimism of the high holidays is that sincere tshuva can, uh, can change the gzar dinam, can change a divine decree against you, right, um, as it were. So there's a, there, there is, I think, even though the high holidays have this kind of somber quality to them, they're very optimistic because they have this abiding faith that if, you, if you're serious about what you're doing there, um, you, can, uh, you can repair all your flaws. You can repair, you can mend relationships. Right? They may not be exactly the same as they were before, but they can be mended. Right? And that's the, the, that's the idea of uh, uh, tikkun here, is not uh, um, uh, making them uh, perfect, but repairing them, right? fixing them, patching them. So you can repair any flaw. And so someone who, um, who busies himself with tshuva all the days of his life, gorem shetair habina b'koyamav. Then he'll he'll uh, it will lead to the shining of divine wisdom or divine understanding all his days. And he'll enable all of his days to be in the state of tshuva, the state of constant uh, returning to his uh, divine source or her divine source. He can encompass himself in understanding. Shehi tshuva, that is tshuva, that is repentance. And so the days of his life, or her life, can be crowned with the secret of supernal repentance. The, the idea being right, that, um, uh, that uh, just as uh, the divine quality of binav, understanding, is a process of refinement of things. Right? Uh, you take the idea and you actually mold it into something usable, uh, and, uh, and you smooth out the edges. Right? Similarly, right, a constant uh, recourse to, to tshuva, which, it, which we, we term repentance, but that's actually really not the quality of it. Tshuva is really um, a, a personal transformation. It is, uh, is turning yourself over. Right, um, which is this work of constantly polishing yourself, refining yourself, perfecting yourself, as it were. Right? And that is, he suggests, and I think that that's a, a really worthwhile point for us to consider, it is a constant process. Right? It's not just something that you can do one day a year or ten days a year. Right? It's something that we need to be uh, uh, to train ourselves to be vigilant about. That doesn't mean that we need to be... Um, in the words of uh, Reb Zalman Schachter, um, we need to be nebbish wimps about it. Right? We don't need to like uh, cry about ourselves every day, but we should every day uh, 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 think carefully about how we can better ourselves that day, how we can repair the things that we've done wrong, and how we can repair the things about us that are flawed. Ure'et. So see that tshuva um, has in it the, the, the root of everything. In other words, tshuva encompasses everything about us, both our good qualities and our bad qualities. Besod hayovel, in the same way that uh, the jubilee does. So the jubilee, if, uh, if you uh, recall, in the Torah is uh, every seven years there is a, a sabbatical for the land, uh, which is called Shemitah, um, and which, in, in which no one should, is allowed to grow crops and no one is allowed to harvest crops. 
And there's also, uh, every seven years, on that seventh year, a Shemitat Kisafim. Uh, uh, all debts are, are uh, annulled. After seven of those cycles of seven years, there's what's called a Yovel, a Jubilee. Um, which, if you look at the Liberty Bell, the quote that's on it, you shall proclaim liberty throughout the land, actually comes from the part of the Torah that talks about the Jubilee, um, where, uh, where it's sort of this um, uh, a total reset of society. Right? So everyone goes back to their ancestral homelands. In addition, all uh, the land lies fallow, uh, debts are, are, are nulled. There's this kind of turning back over and completion of things. Right? And so the, the Sod HaYovel that, uh, that he mentions here, I think, is really talking about during the course of that uh, uh, 49, 50 year period, right, it encompasses everything that could happen during the, that course of time. Lots of things can happen in that 50 years, but on the, but on the, on the Jubilee year, everything gets turned over. Everything gets reset, right? The, the good, the bad, everything gets taken back to its source, right? And that is, I think he's arguing, how tshuva is supposed to work. Tshuva is a reset, which encompasses not only our, our good qualities, but our bad qualities as well. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. He gets into uh, uh, some, some very uh, somewhat obscure uh, uh, Zoharic uh, um, explanations of, of what he's talking about here, about uh, fiery rivers in hell that, uh, that exude from the sweat of angels, uh, uh, where he uh, talks about even, you know, even, even bad comes from good, and so that we all ultimately have a good source that we're turning back to. Um, but again, the, the message here is that, uh, is that the, the process of tshuva uh, brings us back to, uh, to, a, to a good source. It's a reset, and uh, it brings us back to something that encompasses everything. Okay, so at the bottom of, of, of Kufla Amidalaf, the, the very last word there, Shiloh Tomar Shehachuva Tova Lechelek Hakdusha Adam. Right, so you shouldn't say that Chuva only works for a small portion of the holiness of a person. Elegam Lechelek Hara. It also works for the part of a person that is bad. Shibo Mit Matek. That's what you need to sweeten. That's what you need to improve. Ke'en hamida hazot, right? Just like uh, is discussed in, in Bina, in this uh, virtue of understanding. And so the idea here is that tshuva, it, this, is maybe, this is maybe somewhat intuitive, but tshuva is supposed to work specifically for those things that we need to better, right? Many people in the process of tshuva uh, focus on accentuating the ways in which they're good. And that's fine, there's nothing wrong with that, but it is also about perfecting that which is imperfect. Teda, you should know. Shahari Kain Ra Haya Uminachash Haya. You should know that Cain, the biblical character Cain, was evil and was he and he was uh, from the snake, from the serpent. There's this uh, uh, um, rabbinic and, and uh, mystical idea that uh, the snake in the story of Adam and Eve gets reincarnated into their son Cain. And that is the source of Cain being this sort of uh, um, uh, uh, evil uh, character. Vineemarlo, and it's said of Cain, Halo im tetiv set. Um, you can lift yourself up to back to good. Right, so um, when when Cain and Abel are uh, are having this conflict over the sacrifices that they're offering to God, God says to Cain, you know, don't uh, don't be so bummed out about uh, about the fact that I didn't like your sacrifice. Go and offer me a new sacrifice. You can make it better. Right, and then. 
king doesn't choose that course, right? He goes and, uh, and has some words with his brother and ends up killing him, right? But the premise that it offers is that Cain, this, from the perspective of Jewish mysticism, this thoroughly evil person, God says to him, you can better yourself. You can make yourself better. Just offer another sacrifice. Don't think just because you're so thoroughly evil that you have no repair. That's a lie. Even the most wicked have a pathway to repair. No one is beyond repair. Right? This doesn't mean that every sin is forgivable on a person-to-person basis, right? but it does mean that every person, no matter how bad they are, can theoretically transform themselves. Right? This is an idea that's as old as uh, uh, Jewish history. Maimonides states it very clearly in, uh, in his Code of Law, that you shouldn't say that, uh, that everyone's fate is predetermined. Right? A person, any person could be as wicked as Jeroboam or as, as good as, uh, as, uh, as the highest righteous person. Right? It's totally up to them to do. And totally up to them to fix if they have fallen off the wagon, as it were. <laughs> it's a lie to say that you're so evil that you have no repair. Hello, in Tetiv, you could fix yourself. You could better yourself. And you can uh, fix yourself with the secret of repentance. Set, lift yourself up. Tistalek sham besod hatov hamishurash sham. You can, uh, um, you can, you can uh, um, uh, uh, move from there um, with the with the secret of uh, goodness that's that's implanted in you. Shekol mar elyon matok. Everything in the supernal realm has a root of sweetness. And so you can enter into your 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 root, right? Your root, your the uh, in the Yiddish phrase, right? Your pintle yid is good. Right? And so you can enter back into the root of yourself to, to better yourself. Right? That's why it's tshuva. It's returning. It's returning to your to your essential goodness. That's why when a person does tshuva, their actions ha- will become better, and the things the 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 conscious sins that they've committed will be accounted for them as merits. They'll be transformed. Because those activities that they had that they had done had, had uh, that the person had done had created a, an accuser for them from the uh, left side. Shav Bichuva Shlema Hari Machnis Umashrish Lamala. But when someone does a full chuva, when someone does a full repentance, he can bring those qualities upward. He can elevate them. The Kol Otama Mikat Regim Enamit Mitbatlin Elamitivinatsman. So those accusers that you had made for yourself through sinful behavior, they don't disappear, but they they themselves become purified. Umishtarshim bikdushak ein hatavat kain. And they can uh, become uh, uh, implanted uh, with holiness as was offered for Cain. To make himself better, and if Cain had followed God's advice and done tshuva and repaired himself, that 
And if Cain had done that, if Cain had repaired himself, then the uh, conscious sin of the first person, right, of eating the fruit of the tree of knowledge, through that sin, it enabled him to give birth to this uh, evil son, Cain, right, the Cain, the unclean nest, he's called in, in the Zohar. Um, but that sin would have been transformed through Cain's tshuva. In the sense that God created even the bad. And so therefore, the bad can always be transformed to good. And so, um, all the branches that uh, come out of bad can eventually become sweetened and be returned to their sweet source. Right? And so this is the sense that I uh, initially explained. A person can always take the part of him that is bad and sweeten it and bring it back to good. A person can even transform their evil inclination and make their evil inclination good. You can train yourself, the premise is, and I think that there's uh, what to, uh, to, to consider in this. Uh, you can train yourself not to have a, an evil inclination anymore. That is incredibly hard work. Right, um, but it's it's like uh, what we were saying before with my habit of hitting the snooze bar in the morning. Right, if I really were serious about it, I could probably train myself not to have to hit the snooze bar three times in the morning. Right, and if we're really serious about about repairing ourselves, we could train ourselves to come close. Maybe no one would be perfect, but to come close to not having an inclination to sin anymore. Vizohi ma'alata chuva. And that is the, uh, the, uh, the greatness of tshuva. Sha'adam yitnahegba. That's how a person should behave. Tzarich shebekol yom vayom yarherba v'yaseh tshuva b'tzadma. Right? So every day a person should, should work on this and uh, do tshuva to some extent. Kedei shiyu koyama b'tshuva. So that every day will be in tshuva. Every day will be an attempt to to repair yourself, to refine yourself, to get back to your good source. And that is uh, divine understanding. Right? That it is uh, uh, taking something that's inherently good, but, uh, but, but, not, but not well crafted, and to craft it so that it best reflects the goodness of the original idea. And that is the process that, uh, that Cordovero outlines for us here, that, uh, that that is the work of tshuva for each of us every day.